Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's Matt Mania, episode 49. We almost at 50 right now. We're 49ers with Joe Montana, Steve Young in it. Um, yo, my name is Mega Rand. As always, I'm with you with my partner, the uh, Sika to my Afa. Talking about the Wild Samoans. Teak Hall, what up? Yo, 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 what up? Teak Hall, the villain in the building. Back again. Yeah, so here we are. It's been a crazy week, man. Like, not even just wrestling, but other stuff. So we're going to get into that. Uh, I got a player three on the side. My man, Aubrey Modium, is in the place. What's, What's going on, man? Business, man. One What's of the, the good brothers. <laughs> yeah. A good brother. Now The non-threatening. Non-threatening. <laughs> He's a good brother. Um, Aubrey's one of my homies from way back. And um, not just even, you know, I know this is a wrestling show, but I, I feel like this brother is going to bring some some good conversation. So first, just to introduce the people. Who are, who are you? Who is Aubrey Modium? I am a mysterious character that appears... Out the alley in a comic book. <laughs> nah, I'm a cool guy from Chicago, photographer slash uh, all around artist. Um, I don't know what else am I. Uh, what else are you? Yeah, you were just taking photos in here. Yeah. Definitely an artist. I would on. say you're you're a, um you're a jack of many trades. You you hold you yeah. wear many hats. Yeah, so I'm 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 deep into the arts. I do some of everything. Um, I think you need to find your voice, and your voice can be in uh, many different things. So. You know, don't be afraid to try as much as you can, as often as you can. So true that, true that. That's my perspective. Word. So uh, let's start with the fun stuff before we get into the heavy stuff. Uh, SummerSlam and all that is on the horizon. I think Raw and SmackDown were both pretty lit this week. Yeah. Would you agree? Um, It's been a good time. So as we always do, we start in the beginning by putting over things that we love. So this is things from outside of the world of professional wrestling that we thought were really great. First thing I'm going to put over is Sega. Yo, Sonic Mania. There's this new Sonic game out right now that plays like the old Sonic, looks like the old Sonic, music like the old Sonic, but it's brand new. New yeah, levels, was, new crazy stuff. Oh, it's is dope. it new levels? Yeah, yeah it's not a remake. going on because it looked like Sonic 2. Right. It, it looks. It's a lot like Sonic 2, but it's all new levels. Even some of the music is the same, though, but the actual level layout is completely different. Yo, highly recommended. It's 20 bucks. It's on Xbox. It's on PlayStation 4. It's on Switch. Is it just download only? Download only. 19 bucks. But I think nice. you can go um you can go get it. I think there's like a, a limited edition. I saw a box that my man Steve had. You know Steve. Uh-huh. Uh Steve had a box like this limited edition that he picked up at maybe a Best Buy. So there is a, a box for people who like physical stuff. But it's only 20 bucks, man. It's a highly recommended download. I played through about 
30 minutes yesterday. My life was too crazy for me to really enjoy stuff fully. <laughs> but but I at least was got a on minute. Twitch with it? Uh, no, I actually didn't stream on Twitch. I've been streaming Mega Man 9, which is a super hard game. But uh, but I'm having a good time with that. But I got to say, for um, anybody that's remotely interested in you know, like 8-bit, 16-bit, old Sonic games and things like that, uh, come through and uh, check this out because it's really good and it's um it's nineteen dollars. Sonic Mania, that's what I'm putting over. Teak, what you got? Um, I don't know. I guess this is you said things that wasn't wrestling, but this is kind of wrestling related. Okay. I mean, since the podcast is about wrestling and about hip hop, all right. Been seeing a lot of um a lot of Finn Balor sightings lately. Uh, yeah, technically, uh, yo, he's been, so, oh, tell me what happened. I saw the pictures, but what's the, what's the back story? So, um, it was Action Bronson's show at, um, where was it? Webster Hall. Webster Hall. Yeah. So this was the final show at Webster Hall because they closed, they're closing Webster Hall down. Okay. So Action Bronson did the last show at Webster Hall and Finn Balor was there. This isn't the first time Action Bronson and Finn Balor ran into each other because Action was at one of the one of the wrestling shows backstage yeah and he was taking pictures with Finn I remember that so does this mean like it's one thing for the for wrestlers to come to wrestling show I mean the rappers to come to wrestling shows because we you know we fans but for the wrestler to come to the rap show I feel like that means that they're a fan that means point. they're a fan so now they're mutual fans yeah. of each other I would that's, say that. that's pretty dope so he was there and then um, and then he was backstage taking pictures with Action Bronson and then I saw on Twitter that Smoke Dizza, who's another rapper, who's friend friends of the with show. Action Bronson, <laughs> he is a friend of the show, um, tweeted Finn Balor saying, I must be doing something right if I'm getting followed by the Demon King. And Finn Balor followed that up by saying, hold the drums, which, <laughs> is, which is one of Smoke Dizza's tracks off Don't Smoke Rock. Yeah. So the fact that he listened. Right. Is... And he knows the name of the song. Like, that's not a single or anything. Yeah, that's true. a track with Royce on it. So. He picked a, a bit of a, a B-side or like a, you know, lower down a track list. So maybe he rocks to that in the gym, getting, right. getting demon mode on. Definitely could. So, you I know, everybody's I just, a fan of hip hop, though, especially in the gym. Like, what yeah. else? Do you nah, I don't to? think Randy Orton is. He don't look like him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He didn't even, he didn't even yeah. look at me when I was backstage. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But no, I mean, I feel like, you know, they always say like, um, Rappers want to be ball players. Ball players want to yeah, be rappers. Yeah, yeah. Right. Everybody want the image that the other ones got. Yep, and right. but now, like in the circle that we travel in, and I'm just seeing it more often. Like when I was younger, I wanted to be a wrestler. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't want to be a ball player. I wasn't playing basketball. I played a little football in school yeah. and stuff like that. But I was backyard wrestling. Yeah. And I remember having a talk boy and taking the talk boy to school, and we was cutting <laughs> promos in the lunchroom. <laughs> And, and stuff like that. I mean, that's what that's what we were into. So I'm just seeing a lot more like, I feel like rappers want to be wrestlers. And I'm it's fine. like, because it's that, that over-the-top image that you want to carry in your music being larger than life. And you're yeah. watching these wrestlers yeah. do that on TV. Oh, totally. Cutting these promos, getting these wild reactions and stuff. And I feel like at the end of the day, that's what being a rapper is. I was making that joke that, yeah, like, rap is just like cutting promos over beats. You right. know what I'm saying? Like that's what it we re- do. It really is. It's Ric Flair styling, profiling, jet flying, limousine. Like it's the same thing, but over beats. And so, and that's definitely why a lot we of the rappers, a, from... a lot of rappers have used that Ric Flair sample, that exact one. Pusha T had it on the track. Oh, totally. Killer Mike had not it on even, the track. Not even that. Everybody Just use, using his whole uh, persona, his whole over the top 
you oh, know. Oh yeah, but I'm just saying, even uh, even past that, like, like I wouldn't look at Pusha T and think that Pusha T was a Ric Flair fan, but he like, had uh, everybody like keeping these alligators down, all of that. Like he's yeah. That, that was that, that was one of the coldest. <laughs> yeah, that's lines. The, that's like the classic <laughs> one. And I mean, but got, everybody back in the day, everybody wanted to. Yeah. I remember my first uh, like introduction to somebody who wanted to actually. Not not like somebody who wants to be a wrestler, but like a group of guys who, you know, were backyard wrestling. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that existed until I went out into the suburbs, you know, suburbs of uh, Chicago. And, you know, saw these dudes jumping around the backyards and, you know, coming off the roof and, you know, just doing crazy stuff that, you know, I couldn't even imagine doing. I mean, we, you know, played around and whatnot, but they was like living it and wanting yeah, to that's be how- it. Yeah, that's so, how me know. and my friends were in high school. I mean, I had friends who were building rings in their backyard. Exactly. <laughs> I can see to, it coming. You can see to, it coming. Like, it's to, real now. We used to skip yeah, school to go backyard wrestling. I don't promote skipping school. But, sure. I mean, it, it's camaraderie. We used to skip school. We used to play wrestling yeah, games. Yeah, like, totally. We used to skip school to go play um, WrestleMania 2000 or oh, SmackDown on that. the PlayStation and stuff. I mean, like, our life kind of surrounded around that, I feel like. That's how we met each other, all bonding over yeah. that type of stuff. So yeah. that was just something that when you meet cast that like vibe with the the stuff that you, you know, you because um, I mean, even, well back then it was it was even a smaller community, yeah, you know. But still coming up, everybody everybody wants to be, uh, you know, for me, you know, my my uh, intro to wrestling was you know back in the day, like like I was actually looking this up the other day to Von Erics. Yeah, you know, we all wanted to be like a Von Eric, you know, because it was like a family and it was a thing, you know. Yeah, what I mean, you're from like my era because I was just writing that. I was, um, I'm writing this book, I've been talking about this book for the longest, and so I finally decided to do a wrestling chapter. Okay, and the wrestling chapter, I start off talking about the Von Erics because that okay. was part of my first uh introduction. We watched WWF and then we watched NWA, and then somebody else found out that if you turn the channel to a certain crazy channel way up in the thing. At 10 o'clock at night on Sunday, you would see UWF. UWF. (laughs) And UWF was Jim Ross when he was young. And uh, Dr. Death Steve Williams, Fabulous Freebirds, and the Von Erics. And it's like, this was a whole different style of wrestling. And we was just, and I was was like, wow. And you would be able to, like, like brag on your friends, like, yo, I'm, I'm watching that UWF. You still watching that WWF? Nah, man. See, that's yeah. funny. These, we on that. Y'all, UWF. y'all a little older than me. I wasn't, I wasn't watching that at the time. I mean, I did. I, my introduction to wrestling was older wrestling than, yeah. than I was because my dad. So he basically got me into wrestling without knowing he got me into wrestling because yeah. <laughs> yeah. he videotaped VCR tapes, yeah. a bunch of um, old wrestling. And then when I got old enough, and then I I started looking through the tapes, and I found these wrestling tapes, you know, seeing SummerSlam, Macho Man, Miss Elizabeth getting married, yeah. stuff mm-hmm. like that. that. Seeing the, um, just the the nat the natural disasters, um, Hawk and Animal, just mm-hmm. all, all those are my fa- those are my down hands down favorite two wrestlers saw, on the planet. You know, Yokozuna and Undertaker, and yeah. and all of that stuff, like all of that old stuff, and that that's what sparked my my love of wrestling. And then when I started watching wrestling myself, then it was more like you know it was Shawn Michaels and Razor yeah. Ramon and all that mm-hmm. stuff. You know, seeing a DX form, seeing NWO form, like mm-hmm. you know, but classic that was a moments pure, that's like a pure that. Foundation, though, I think you know, yeah, you know, still coming up with because I mean, uh, you not only got the old characters. But you got the old, you know, coming up on a video, the video and watching it on video. That's like, mm-hmm. you know, um, that takes a little bit more effort, you know, to stay up on and stay yeah. into and stay interested in that's and true. watching it. And, and you so, know, the, the Monday Night Wars, you know, that was like, that was the, that's the highlight of wrestling for me. You know, like at that age that I was. There a lot of people. I and think. 
at being that at was... that age and not really knowing like now we're all like smarts and and marks and stuff <laughs> like that and we're all behind the scenes and looking at the dirt yeah. sheets and knowing what's going on but back then it wasn't any of that he was just watching wrestling and wrestling was what it was he watched it yeah, on mondays right. yeah wcw came on at eight watched the hour of that wwf came on at nine and then i flipped back and forth depending on what the match was yep you know and then we go to school and we talk about it <laughs> i called one of my friends up on the phone and oh man did you see what happened or whatever but it was nothing like now so even though people would be like oh wrestling is fake like i think back then it was still the allure like you know you didn't really know like we're kids and and we don't know the behind the scenes stuff of it so we're just just falling in love with the, the with the illusion do, do you think right. it's worse now that we know everything and all that like when i when i had um <clears throat> Murs on the show i always ask him like what do you think is gonna happen and he was like man I just want to talk about what I think is going to happen, not what I think I know backstage and, <laughs> oh, this person's going to do this because this person's over. He's like, I just want to enjoy it for what it is, man. I don't like to make picks and, and, and try to, you know, try to overanalyze it. So what do you think? I think I think that, like, when you when you boil it down, um, anybody that played, if you play basketball particularly, right, basketball is a uh, uh, five-on-five contact, going to the hole, shooting jumpers and whatnot. You know that a referee can control the game with whatever call they call. They can control the game with, you know, substitutions and whatnot. So, you know, you think about how the NBA functions and how, how things play out. You look at shit and you think about, like, well, hold on. That's 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 kind of, like, funny how that happened and whatnot. If you play ball, you know that but some with of that stuff is scripted. Of, but some see, of it but is. But not, though. Like, that's the thing. When it, I compare it to sports also, so I get what you're saying. Because I tell people who say, like, oh, man, how can you like wrestling and this and that? I'll be like, it's just like being a fan of a sports team, except you're a fan of one person. Yeah. So you, yeah. Would, you would buy that sports team's merch. You'll buy this one person's merch, and you'll follow. And you'll them. follow them, and you'll I'm go like, to when they shows come to town. You, you go to their shows. You go to football yeah. games and paint your face and and yeah. all of that stuff. So how can you how can you you know look down on us for doing it with the and wrestling right. just and because? The, and the athleticism but, for wrestling is real. Oh, but, it's, it's but the, exactly, definitely real. But the reason is because it's scripted, and that's why they be like, oh, wrestling is fake. A sport we can assume, or we can be like, oh man, you know they're they're doing this or they're doing that to to make. It, the series go seven or to, or to yeah. do this we're thinking yeah. that it some, might be some underhanded stuff but I feel like anybody whose team is losing or whatever they're always going to be like it's just like the playing a video game oh man the game cheating <laughs> or something like that you know right. you're always going but with wrestling because they know like oh man they already know who's going to win they think it's fake but that's just being scripted it's a scripted television show yeah, but nothing happening in it is fake like right. when somebody's getting kicked in their nose and their nose yeah. is broken or when they're taking pictures after after a Hell in a Cell or something and you see all the bruises and scratches that they've got from but chair like, shots and things like that. And and, and plus back that. in the day, I mean, like when The Rock beat the hell out of mankind with the steel chair. Like these dudes was taking chair shots to the well, face. That was ridiculous and stupid. And now looking back, like I'm sure Mick Foley wishes. Oh, no, a lot of them, that. though, because <laughs> there's no chair shots to the head anymore. But yeah, I'm saying, like, yeah, even back then, it's whatnot. like. But you got to think about being this. Fake, but I can't even watch real. that now. I watched it like two or three hits, and I'm like, oh, God, I got to turn this off. I feel, like, but it boils I feel down the same way with the blood now. Yeah. I used to be all about the blood, ECW and all that stuff. And now when I see, like, I think I had talked to you about it, when um, when Brock Lesnar elbowed um, Randy, yeah, Randy Orton. Because right, he gave him a hard way. Like, oh, he did man, it really it was, hard. It was disgusting. I was like. He head till he bleeds. Like, that's hard to watch. Well, they, they, they got to kind of compete 
with you know what's going on. But in the end, I'm I, I think it all just stops at this. It's entertainment, and you it, from A to Z. Are you entertained? And is, is the product entertaining? Is it a good product? Mm-hmm. Is it delivering all that you need? That's it has really a variety. What it comes down to. a variety of good characters in it. Get a get yeah, a variety it's of a variety moves. Show. <laughs> and it's I mean it's all it's dope. a soap opera for men. You know, and it's I think that you know when you, when you look at uh, I mean Merrill's place or like, I don't even know what's on now. You know what what kind of dynasty know, from Gilmore back in the day? Girls Gilmore or Girls or something. <laughs> you know, like or Walking Dead. You look at Walking Dead, and Walking Dead is the same episode over and over. It's the same like, you know, kind of yeah, premise script continuality. Yeah, know? of the same thing. Fight the zombie, move forward. Fight the zombie, run into humans that mm-hmm. are, you know, whatever, move forward. It's the same mm-hmm. thing over and over again and people are so wrapped up in it, but you know, don't ever say nothing down on 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 Walking Dead. Don't ever talk about the characters oh, yeah, and whatnot. Can't, can't talk about it. It's like, well, what's the difference? It's like, I know what's gonna happen. Y'all well, gonna I'm saying walk people, and try to find something. Zombie will come out. The black dude gonna get killed, and you gonna keep going. <laughs> I know the story, people but used to we watch, still watch it. People used to watch American Gladiators. People used, I used to, to watch love American Gladiators. I mean, WMAC Masters, like yeah. mm-hmm. all of that stuff. None, none of that stuff is different, man. All of it is is scripted. The worst, I'm, the worst to me though, that I can, I'll never ever understand is is, is poker. I'll never understand mm-hmm. watching somebody play cards. Like that just, it just doesn't. I, like, I've yeah, never done that. I haven't done it. But shout out to my homie Ruler, who actually not only plays, but he actually won. freaking won uh, a bunch of money playing. Like I was talking to him about that, and he was just like, "Yo, man, it's 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 crazy that this is what I came in it for." So we got the bracelet. Like he's a legit winner. So. Shout but out wanna, to him. I want to answer the question that you was asking me, which is, do I think that it's worse yeah, now that now we, that we know? Now that right. we know, and I feel like, nah, I feel like it had to evolve to that point because we we grew up and we know what's going on now. Yeah, we can't we can't be blind to the fact that we know it's scripted. So in the fact that we know it's scripted now, we want to know more. We want to know the behind the scenes stuff, and really some of the behind the scenes stuff is what what pushes us to want to watch it. Like when we find out like, oh, Enzo is getting kicked off the tour bus and he's doing this and doing that backstage. That's not stuff that we're seeing on the show. Right. But but, the, but that but do we need to know that? <laughs> I, That's all I was saying. I feel I feel like we do. Like the kids don't need to know it. The kids love it like we loved it when we were kids. But us being adults, I feel like the mystique being taken away from it that we know what's going on yeah. means that now we need to to know something else to keep us involved in it, like well, like you, like you value it as a you I value agree. it as a, a as a, a bigger piece to because um, I mean as a kid from your foundation you know I mean like for you know the old heads to like, Hulk Hogan eating your vegetables and you know mm-hmm. like being all American that was like you know that was a staple that was important to you know your foundation yeah. and whatnot so moving forward and being an adult into it you take that with you. But you also, you know, uh, I mean, like we, we were just talking about our working two, three jobs mm-hmm. and like being not having time and like this and that. When you get to cut that on and escape into some still, some other still reality, make time for that. <laughs> yeah, you got to have your escape. And That's then I was going to say, just like a, a sports player, you know, an athlete, we want to be um, we're 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 following them behind the scenes. Also, we're just in that we're in that generation now in that time where with rappers, with actors, with everybody. It's not just the skill that they have and what they're doing, but it's who they are yeah. and everything else that yeah. they're doing. So since That's we're true. watching their Instagrams and their Facebook Lives and all of these things, we 
we do that and knowing that person more makes you more of a fan when you're like, oh man, I didn't I didn't know that this person also liked this. Like we were just talking about Finn Balor and liking rap. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like we wouldn't know that, that about social media. Knowing that about Finn Balor, now the next time you see Finn Balor, which might be we SummerSlam. Talk rap, you know? You know? Now we can talk rap. Exactly. You can bring that up and you can be like, oh man, like like yeah, I do music if you didn't know a, what you know who you was exactly and and things okay. like that. Like that's how when I met West Side Gun and we were talking about that. Like we was talking about wrestling and I was like, Oh man, I was kicking it with Dizza, you know, at Mania and he was like, Oh, I was with Dizza at Mania and you know So like we're knowing those music things, and then no Imagine I'm gonna end it on this though. Imagine if Tupac had an Instagram. Just think about what you would see. <laughs> that would be <laughs> that would be the most lit life. Instagram ever. <laughs> like his the last year of his life, him having a, a gram account, like Oh yeah, because you know what would have happened? When they the um the thing that happened in the casino, you know, right before before he died, them jumping mm-hmm. that guy probably would have been on World Star, would have been on Instagram Live or something. Somebody would have been videoing that. Yeah. Like, oh man, we, we kicking World we jump, Star. You know, f this dude. And we, then he <laughs> even had a camera on himself. You know, all bloody shirt ripped up. Like, man, we just stomped this dude out. You know what it is, thug like. Right. And then, <laughs> it would be crazy. All right, so I'm gonna take a quick break though. Uh, oh, real quick though, Aubrey. Can you tell me something? What are you into right now? What, what's new? What you um, watching or listening to? What is I, new? I won't. It's it's not necessarily new. New to but, you though. Um, it's 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 relatively new, but it's in its third season. It's the Carmichael Show. Ah, I've, I've didn't I, it just get canceled? Or? Yeah, it yeah. got canceled. We were just talking about that because they're in the um, Jay Z video. Get canceled? Or did he? I think he decided not to do it anymore. Well, right. So it was. I think it was a mutual thing because he he. Uh, it, I mean, you got five stars on the show, like literal stars. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's kind of hard to, to um, as a right, story. David Allen Greer's in that show, right? Yeah, Loretta mm-hmm. Devine, um, Tiffany Haddish, uh, uh, Lil Rel, and Carmichael. So, like, all of them are like, you know, can hold their own. They're stars, yeah. So, uh, but this this last season, really just, just checking this last season out, um, I encourage everybody just to, to go watch it because the way he, um, if you see his stand-up, you'll, you'll, you get that just like any other comic. Oh yeah, I was watching his stand up before the show. Like his yeah, stand up is it's definitely fly. my I think type of stand up. About his stand-up. And, it, and, and it's in the like show, like real dry type yeah, humor or whatever. But yeah. I, I love that type of stuff. Yeah, it was, it's, it's real dope. So like every every episode, they tackle like a real heavy subject, like real heavy, like rape. Um, this like, last like one, the N word. They tackle like school shoot, like mass shootings. Yeah, like they've talked about a lot of real stuff. Um, I started watching it. I need to watch it again. So thank you for bringing that up because now I know. Um, have you seen the Jay Z video? We talked about that last week. I, the you, friends. Yeah, the I friends. thought that was. I thought Yo. that was one of the dopest, yeah, most so art. Dope. It really like lets you know how artsy Jay Z really is. Because I mean, yeah. I thought like when he did the, the last project, when he did, he was performing inside of the um, the gallery mm-hmm. for oh, yeah. viewers. Uh-huh. I thought that was phenomenal. For I Picasso, mean, like, baby. Yeah, yeah I'm like, so. that was just phenomenal. Now it's like amazing. another level of and art. that was yeah. and that got you know released on HBO, whatever before it even came out on anything right, else. Right. It was like it got premiered on HBO. And and now so he you know he's able to own his own his own uh, uh, situation and push it out how he wants to. And that man, and even somebody like Rand who said that he didn't watch Friends, you know, I still, didn't. I I watched Friends, so I knew the episode and everything. So it was like, to me, it was like, oh man, they just matched everything perfectly. But I'm just saying, even to somebody who don't watch Friends, but no, like I told him, I was like, you know, the iconic intro, yeah, you know, the the intro, dancing in front of the, that. you know, on the Water. couch in front of the water fountain, fountain and stuff, you know that. So even just 
the fact that you can catch that like oh man like he yeah. he redid that and with catching the, the artistic message in it we talked about it a lot last week but it was it was super dope I, I that's what I put over last week so no, Carmichael no. I will watch for sure alright we're gonna take a break we're gonna talk a little wrestling and then um talk about what the F is going on in this country <laughs> when we come back it's Mad Mania yeah Hey party people, it's Kate Murdoch here. And I want to talk to you about something real fresh, real new that myself and Mega Ran are doing now. And it involves you, the fans. Myself and Mega Ran just launched a Patreon, a monthly way for you all to subscribe to us and what we do for as little as one buck a month. You'll get free exclusive downloads, a guaranteed song a month. And if you pledge at the $10 level, you'll get a free project a month, whether it be something we do together, whether it's something solo, a side project that I engineer or produce, it's guaranteed exclusive for you Patreon supporters. So if you really like what we do, then this is the time to get down and join us. We are trying to bring back that Nintendo Fun Club vibe because this is essentially a fan club for the real fans. So check it out, patreon.com slash bits and rhymes. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash bits and rhymes. And now back to your Yo, what's schedule. going on, y'all? It's Mega Ran. It's T Call. It's Matt Mania 49. Let's talk WWE Raw. Raw starts off with a really long segment. We get Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose finally giving us the payoff. This was like the payoff episode, I felt like, of Raw, where they were just like, let's do everything that people want, get it over with. Right. It was so, so they don't funny have to get the pay per view. Because watching, I was like, man, they're doing so many things that should have just happened at SummerSlam. Right. Like, why not save these moments for SummerSlam? Which, in, <sighs> in return, you're. <laughs> You're going to SummerSlam, and you feel like SummerSlam is not going to be as good because of these go-home nah, episodes. I don't think it's going to be that good. And plus, I just found out the pre-show is two hours, and the actual show is like four hours. Like, okay. this is too much wrestling. You're not going to go to the pre-show. We I don't never, think We so. always miss the pre-show. Nah, I'm going to miss the pre-show, which is a shame. You got people wrestling in, in empty arenas. But um, but anyway, what did you think about the Shields, the, the Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose fist bump? Crowd went bananas what do you think they went insane i mean it was a good way to start it i like you know the animosity that they were showing where it was like they were fighting each other and it was like you know like i have a brother i fought with my brother like just being so mad at your brother that you go to blows but mm -hmm. you still love him but i just feel like to me and i was texting you about it that i felt like that that could have been saved for SummerSlam. Because now but I wonder they, what's going to happen at SummerSlam if you guys but, already gave it away. But do you feel like they should have still made, Kurt Angle still should have made the match even though they weren't technically a team? Like they weren't, like even if they walked away from each other, you think Kurt Angle would still make a pay-per-view match for it? It should have It should have been a match because they kept, think about um, Sheamus and Cesaro, which is who they're wrestling, how they got put together, you know? Yeah. By by Mick Foley. So it's like I feel like the match still would have worked because they were getting jumped individually by Sheamus and Cesaro uh, constantly. Like you got and it was like, enemy, yeah, so, it so so fight them. But they yeah. did they went too fast. I felt like I was like, man, why are they rushing everything? So they do the fist bump, then Kurt Angle comes out right away and says, You got a match. And it's like, okay, why why not just they could have done that on WWE.com or something. Um, yeah, like I was telling you, I feel like, you know, if they would have if they would have did it on SummerSlam and they would have had the match, and then they would have lost to Sheamus and Cesaro, but then Sheamus and Cesaro, because they're heels, continuously beat them up after the match, and then they power through that, mm -hmm. and then that bring them to being brothers at arms. 
then you could have had them now chase the titles to Mania. Yeah, that's true. All right, so but now you're, but now they're probably this gonna match win is them happening. Who's who's winning? The Shield. The, the <laughs> two thirds of the Shield. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say no. Nah. I'm gonna say they don't win yet. I think they get a rematch next Raw and they win it then. Probably. Do you think that they're gonna come out to the Shield music? Nah. I mean, it's, it's Roman's music. Too popular. But... Yeah, it's Roman's music. They're going to start booing. Like, boo. Oh, wait. Yay. <laughs> no, they can't do that. Um, all right. Uh, number one contenders match, Sasha Banks defeats Nia Jax. Nobody had any doubt. This is not even necessary to do. But yeah, as soon as they said that Bailey was not in it, I knew that Sasha was, had to be Sasha. was gonna be in it. How do you feel about Nia Jax tapping out, though? I don't really like that. Nah, she's too, she's too big yeah, to, I don't be, like that to be tapping out. I don't like it. All it's right. like Braun tapping out. Right. Who's tapping? You ain't nobody making Braun tap out. So, Sasha Banks versus Alexa. Who wins? Sasha. I agree. It's Al- her time. Yeah. Alexa's been kind of a boring champ. Honestly. And Sasha's been playing the background a little bit too long for them, and, and for them to build Alexa's for, up. Yeah, for Bailey to come back, I think Sasha needs to have it at their time. Yep, for and the heel turn. Make some good stuff to happen. This will be one episode we finally will not talk about Bailey. All right, moving forward. Um, <laughs> now that I said that, speaking of Bailey, no, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, Elias is in the ring. Our Truth comes out. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Um, <laughs> Big Cass comes in the ring with Big Show. We get more of this. These segments take so long. That's what my main problem with them. Doing this feud is big and slow. Cass is trying to talk and they boo him, so he starts over like six times trying. To, that that was cool. Big Show attacks Cass, and then Cass steps on his hand and slams it into the shark cage door. You mentioned something off mic that I didn't think about, that this was to stop him from using a knockout punch. Yeah. Makes sense, but they're going to put a cast on his hand. Won't that make his punch harder? No, he's not He's not going to use it unless, I don't know, they might figure out a way to do it. Maybe he'll rip the cast off and still use it even though he's hurt. Uh, but what did the what did the club have to do? What did Gallows and Anderson have to do with this? I don't Nothing. understand. They like, was like, we just... need some random bad guys. <laughs> Two bad guys. Come on down. And so apparently they tried to make it like, oh, Cass paid them to help out. I don't know what they, I don't, they don't know what they're doing with those guys. And I hate saying that because these guys Gallows are professionals, but they don't know what they're doing with the club. Well, I, I bet know... they look at Kenny Omega's matches and be like, damn. <laughs> I know they fought Big Show and, and Enzo on one of these Raws, but I mean, I don't feel like that's enough nah. for you guys to come out and, and jump them. They the had him come face like two weeks ago, and I thought that was cool. They they fought, uh, I forget who they fought. They fought Sheamus and Cesaro, I think, and like kind of clowned him and bigged up the hometown. And right. I was like, okay, they're finally doing something with him, but they don't know what to do with those guys. Next, biggest moment overall, I think, Cruiserweight Championship match, Akira Tozawa, ha, 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 defeats Neville and yeah. to become the new champion. And I told you that Tozawa was going to win at SummerSlam you when we called it, did. but now... I said if it was pre-show, it wasn't going to happen. But if right. it was on the show, and, and I, mean, I should have been pre-show, this was Raw. So once I saw it happen on Raw, I was like, "Wait, they, they, he's, go, he's got to win." So Neville has gone like crazy. Neville's like broken Neville now. Have you seen yeah. this stuff? Like, so they're they're still fighting. So who wins? He's Tazawa. Like, oh, I didn't ask you about Big Cass. Who like, wins between make- Cass and Big Show? Cass. It's got to be Cass. I think this is time this, to this put is him the, over. Yeah, this is the time to end this feud. I don't know what they're going to do with Enzo and Big Show after this, but, I mean, Cass got some legit heat on them right now, so they need to capitalize on this. Him not having the, the knockout punch, 
I say Cass just demolishes them. That's well, what I feel. Big Show because Enzo's in the cage. He's in the cage. So unless he somehow gets out, but I don't know. All right, next um, Tazawa. I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked. I cannot believe this happened. And I gotta say, man, I was actually happy. And I like Neville, but I like Tazawa too. You know, we we tightest marks over here. Right. So uh, we definitely. I never thought that I would say that. <laughs> can but. imagine a year ago saying like, "Yo, I'm a tightest mark." Um, yeah. And then did you see the celebration afterwards? Yeah, that was great. So I was like, is Sasha joining? What's up with that? Yeah, like I mean, I know her hair is purple and their shirts is purple, but I was like, why is she there? She's cool with Titus in real life, and they they always take a lot of pictures. Titus was like, yeah, we got Sasha back here celebrating with us, but Uh like just her out of everybody, I'm like, hmm, can we get a can we get her winning the belt? Yo, are we about to get a black stable of champions? Yo, that might actually be cool because you know, think about it. He's got he got a heavyweight, he got Apollo Cruz, he got a lightweight, he get a woman. And then maybe a tag team, and then t- worldwide, <laughs> I'm all for it. So, who wins this match, Tazawa or Neville? The the real match, hmm. the rematch. They're gonna they're gonna keep it on Tazawa for for a little bit. Neville's had it for a long time, and I know everybody loves Neville. I do. I think that he was great as a champion. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see what Tazawa's chops is as far as champions go, and I feel like they're giving it to a lot of. No disrespect, but foreigners right now trying to <laughs> trying to build their their subscribers their and stuff base. up. Yeah, so uh, that would be so another foreigners reason for, are in. That would be another reason to give it to Tazawa. You know. Okay. All right. I I didn't think about that. That's a good point. Uh, Bray Wyatt defeats Finn Balor again, giving away the SummerSlam match. Uh, but Bray won clean, and I and it was a good match. And they had a really dope match. I jumped out of my seat like, yo, Bray won a freaking match. And he got stumped on in the chest, but he stopped him from doing the coup de gras. He yanked him off the top rope. He gave him the sister Abigail. It was like it was a good match. I was happy to see Bray get a win in a good match because he hasn't had one in a while. All right. So what's up with the blood? What do you think? Just a reason to bring the demon king back, which I told you that that's what they were going to do. Like, okay, it's SummerSlam. He hasn't done the demon king intro since Mania. Yeah. It made sense, okay. For that reason, I didn't even think about that. It's like, okay, we have to give him a reason to become a demon, right? Like, but I don't, I don't know why they chose the bucket of blood, blood. Like you could have just stomped him out a whole lot, you know, <laughs> threw him off the stage or something. That's why I said I feel like, and it was, and it was so like I used to love the brood, so it was so, yeah. it was so just, just a shout out to the brood. When and, you and said the blood, because I hadn't watched it yet, when you spoiled it for me, thanks a lot. Okay, um, <laughs> I thought he was gonna do like lights off and come on and blood on him, you know, okay. like they used to do with the brood. But him actually just taking a bucket and just putting it on him was right, and he funny. was telling them to drown. <laughs> drown. <laughs> like it ain't you're not. That's not the way drowning works, Bray. <laughs> anyway, um, Mickey James defeats Emma. That was interesting. Jason Jordan defeats the Miz in like a two second match, and then well because of a uh, you know disqualifications, then the Hardy Boys come out out of nowhere, decide that they want to pick a fight with the Miz Taraj, and now we get a six man tag. Let me just talk about this real quick. We talked about it last week for a second. Jason Jordan still failing. Still. Still failing. They it's, booed that dude, and they don't care anymore. It's falling flat. They, I, I, they made a mistake, man. Um, I don't know. I mean, And then where does this match even go? Because you got so many high-profile people in this match, and uh-huh. I still feel like it should be on the pre-show because nobody cares. Don't nobody care. You got the Miz, Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. You got the Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. And... And Jason Jordan is dragging all of them down. Dragging them down. <laughs> They're like, let's just put them with the most popular people in the roster. I, I think that's exactly what they were thinking. Like, let's just put them with these guys and they'll cheer them. 
Don't they know it doesn't work that way? But like, they're like the Miz can get anybody over because he's so good on the mic right now. But I, nah. See, these fans are too smart, man, and they don't want to feel like you're forcing somebody down their throat. And that's what Jason Jordan is right now. It's uh-huh. like, like him, like him. Isn't he good? Like him. And it's like, nah. Just let us gradually get to like that, him. That Roman complex. Yeah, this is the Roman effect. Um. <laughs> uh. So anyway, I think that the people who write, and again, they get paid for this. I don't. Um, they be, they always believe like we know what we we know what's best for business. We've been doing this for a long time. We know, we know what works, and uh, and unfortunately, this is a new breed of fan, and I don't think they're really ready for these new fans. Yeah, like we were talking about the the fans that know too much, you know, and all the, the behind smart. the scenes and stuff. Right, we're not. You can't just feed us anything, and and it's it was such a big like they drug it out for so long with the Kurt Angle stuff and I mean everybody was saying like they wanted to know what was going on it was one of the biggest angles towards you know mm-hmm. Angle and Kurt Angle no pun intended but it was it was one of the the bigger stories for the that part of of the year mm-hmm. right right after Mania and now this is the payoff Jason Jordan which I knew it was going to be but I didn't know it was going to be this bad <laughs> Nobody just, knew it was just like be this I bad. just like I called the end zone and bitch show stuff, and now it's bad. It's like, Nobody knew this stuff was gonna be bad. They all thought, oh, they're gonna love this. They're gonna eat it up, and now they ain't eating it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we ain't eating that shit. <laughs> nah, man, these fans are too. They know too much. All right, so maybe they'll have a match, but they just they just literally just had that match. So I hope they don't have that on SummerSlam. Anyway, what was dope though? We had the confrontation. This was cool. Everybody gets in the ring, and uh, Paul talks for a really long time. He talks about it's, it's a conspiracy theory, and it's just because he's exploring other options. Mm-hmm. What do you think is happening there? Are they trying to? Are they just trying to tease us? Like, oh, he might go to UFC. It's it's the tease that's. I feel like it's the tease that's going to happen right now. There's right now. There's nothing scheduled, so mm-hmm. it's not like. It's not like Brock has a contract over there. It's not like no fight is being set up or whatever. But just because of the behind the scenes stuff again, and this was something that was smart on a WWE's half. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, these guys are tweeting. It's a little animosity. Let's play off that animosity. Let's play off the fact that Brock does come and go. Right. He does fight in the UFC. So saying that we're going to leave if he loses is definitely probable to happen. Right. We were thinking that he's going to lose anyway. Right. So, and he's been gone for a while, but he's been back for a while, which we're seeing a lot more Brock than we have, which yeah. makes me think that he's going to lose Might the belt leave. and leave. Yeah. Okay, so what's the pick on this match? Not what you want to happen. Final pick. Who wins the Universal title match? Braun. Braun! Do you think? I think so too. I feel like they done pushed him so so far, they and he's him to like, the moon. and he's like the the baby face animal now. It's like he's <laughs> he's Batista, right? Like, like it's very rare to get a baby face who's just a big nasty dude, right? So and, and they got to do something with it. And they've somehow been able to transform him into that by giving him actually, and it's not Roman. It's putting him against Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is so is a vicious heel. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was cool to see them kind of go at it a bit, like because we hadn't seen that yet. So yeah, him talking to talking to Braun like that, like a little bit, might be, and I, I, that's probably what's going to happen. Now I'm thinking about it. If Strowman wins, we get a Samoa Joe match at the next pay per view. 
yeah, it's going to... Braun and Samoa Joe. Because we've already got the Roman-Braun feud, and we haven't seen Samoa Joe and Braun yet, so that would be the next. I'll be okay with that. All right, we'll take a break and then talk some SmackDown Live. Aubrey, what song should we play? What are you feeling right now, musically? Musically, what am I from Chicago, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do you, you want some Chief Keef? Uh, <laughs> Sonny Cologne. Sonny Cologne. I'm from, I'm feeling him. All right. He's, he's pretty dope. Dude. We're going to rest with Sonny Cologne. We'll be right back. It's Matt Mania. Yeah. What up, y'all? It's Megan Rand. It's Pete Hall. And Aubrey Modem. He in the back. Chilling. One time. Looking all cool. Trying glasses on indoors. Being Avo- that guy. Avoiding the lamb trail mix. <laughs> As always. As always. Uh, so SmackDown Live was kind of lit. Uh, you you texted me because I wasn't able to watch it live. And I got spoiled a little bit. And I but... text you because I got spoiled. With <laughs> so you decided to spoil me. No, like... I didn't spoil it. No, you I just was like, I was like, oh, my God, did you see what happened? But like I told you, just the whole East Coast, West Coast thing. When they see it first and then they're already posting everything, it's yeah. like we have to stay off 
the internet we, for the next really, three hours or something if we want to be surprised by We really do. Okay, so the show happy. starts off with Jinder Mahal celebrating Independence Day in India with a lot of dancing. Um, brought out all these people. They did a real big show. Uh, the crowd boos. Again, I'm a little <laughs> bit tired of people just booing because it's not American. And like, people were saying that they really decided to do this with what's going on right now, just in the in the world, where you were saying like what's going on in the country, and he <laughs> celebrated Indian Independence, Independence Day. Day, and we boo, and they just boo it, <laughs> and he's like, "These are people all the way from India." They're like, "Boo!" Like <laughs> they don't care. Uh, Shinsuke interrupts. He says something about Japan's Day or something too. Yeah, the day to celebrate their their soldiers or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So he and said that they're gonna go to war. He's gonna beat them at SummerSlam. All right, um, which I think is going to happen now because of what happened at the end of SmackDown. I think that means it's, it's not going to happen, but okay, we'll see. All right, so next, uh, let's just talk about the matches that have effects on uh, other matches. So Natalia beats ne- uh, Becky Lynch didn't really mean anything, but Natalia versus Naomi, who you got? Um, man, I want Naomi to win, but I don't know. They. N- Natalia has never had like that much heat or anything. She's always tried and She's and it failed. In the middle. But I feel like they might be able to push her. What she just did with like beating her and putting her in the sharpshooter again afterwards and Yeah. Like she's got the attitude. She yeah. beat Becky Lynch clean, so I thought that was interesting. She made her tap out. Um Oh, but I did hear this though, and this is just speculation or whatever, but I heard that um So um Natalia and What's the other girl's name? You just said it. <laughs> Becky. No, who she's fighting? Naomi. Naomi. So they're um they're gonna keep the title on Naomi because they're um they haven't put her toy out yet. So they wanna capitalize off the Mattel, those figures with her oh, title yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. and they said it's not out yet. So they're probably gonna keep the title on her they because need, she's got that glowing title. Get the glowing toy doll. Exactly, out. they gotta get that money. Okay. So that's what I makes sense. Natalia heard. probably makes no merch money, so nah, <laughs> I don't do the sorry, Natalia. You're not ready yet. Um, Rusev Rich versus Chad Gable didn't really make a lot of sense, uh, but again, RKO out of nowhere. That was the best part. <laughs> Randy Orton comes up with the RKO out of nowhere. Best camera work I've seen in a long time. Like they had the camera so tight on Rusev that you no nobody saw Randy Orton about to pop up and just hit him. Right, but He's it was like, only it was only out of nowhere for us though. The fans oh, the, watching the on fans TV. Saw it. Right. <laughs> yeah, but for us, like that's where more people are watching. <laughs> Randy RKO, like that was it. Um, okay, so AJ Styles comes out to apologize. This is, uh, you know, this is a long thing that I knew was going to end this way. Uh-huh. Uh, Kevin Owens super kicks Shane McMahon. Who's winning this match, AJ or uh, Kevin Owens? I think and the, will McMahon have an effect in this that's match? That's what I was going to say. I think the bigger question is who does Shane screw mm. in this match? Does she, if Shane screws AJ, then that means we're going to get heel Shane. Yeah. Backing Kevin Owens, hmm, that could be interesting. They, you know, they could be swerving it because I feel like the way they're doing it now is KO and and Shane are like at each other's throat. So, right, and that's and I that's, wouldn't mind seeing a heel Shane. You know, that's Allah Stone Cold and Vince McMahon. They were yeah. at each other's throats and then they joined forces. Yep. So, I feel like it's it's possible. I can't call it because it's just whoever Shane screws. <laughs> whoever Shane screws loses. So I think it's more interesting if, if honestly, if Kevin Owens is with Shane, that could make it more interesting. Uh, but we've already seen AJ and Shane, so we don't need to see that. So it could be more interesting to flip and have Shane 
back AJ and screw KO. But that makes him still kind of face, though. Makes him face. Chain. If he screws Kevin Owens, people like that because they don't like Kevin Owens. Yeah, but like you said, though, if they if their plan is to mania Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens, because, I mean, it has a long time from now, but maybe. I mean, don't we always see Shane at Mania, right? Yeah. <laughs> or they don't. Pick, what's the next big happen? What's the next Summer big pay per view? I guess uh, Survivor Series. Okay, so maybe Survivor Series. Then I keep saying WrestleMania because I'm just looking forward to it. Yeah, that. but it is a long time. That's that's could happen. All right, so I'm gonna pick KO. I don't know. I'm just picking because <laughs> that's the either way. Uh, Usos defeat the New Day. Um, Usos, Such a good match. Yo, again, Usos the New Day stealing the show every time they go at it. Um, Great match. New Day was on fire. Yeah, um, I was like, wow. I was like, these dudes had something to prove or something. Like, I really think they, they it seems like they got a chip on their shoulder. Like, yo, let's let's make let's have the best match like every night. And even though even though they lost, which I mean that's that's just good build up because they can't keep beating the Usos leading up to right. whatever is going on. You want to have some doubt, but right. man, the way they started off that match and they were like, these are these are the quick. You know, members of the of the new day, and it was just back to back tag team moves. Oh, boom, man. boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it was, it was like, great, man. And as they noted, they made a note of the one time that this is the first time this ever happened, where somebody asked which two of the new day were going to wrestle first. So the the Usos went to Daniel Bryan and were like, "Hey, who's who are we wrestling tonight? <laughs> and who are we wrestling at SummerSlam?" And he told him, and he's like, "Oh, you get you get Xavier and Kofi tonight, and then the, you get." Xavier and Big E at SummerSlam. Wow. So he told them, and that was like the first time anybody's ever done that. Well, I'm saying wow because I'm surprised that Xavier is getting so much matches. Like yeah. you said, like he pinned, so he won the, he he won pinned, the titles he got for the them. He to win the title. And then he was in this match, and then he's going to be in the, in the title match at SummerSlam. Yeah, they're giving him. I think, I mean, it's, it's kind of obvious, though, but I do feel like they're definitely high on Xavier and what he's doing for the company, so okay. and he can go in the ring like yo, the dude's got skills. So, so yeah, um, this was a great match. Usos win with a double super kick. All right, now we get Gender versus John Cena, the dream match, first time ever. I can't believe we're, we're saying this is a dream match, but and that it was on SmackDown. And it was on SmackDown. This could have easily been a pay per view match. Which John Cena fought Shinsuke last week on SmackDown. So I mean, they're, I mean, they want the ratings, like you said. They want to give you these big matches, but they ended it with a disqualification because uh, Baron Corbin breaks into the match after an AA off the ropes. So well, first they first two they got rid happen. of the Sings. Two things happen. Yes, the Sings get sent to the back, which I like them doing that. I like that they. This is something that they've steadily been doing now. Mm-hmm. Is like we were used to gender winning because of the Sings. Yeah. And when he was beefing with Randy Orton, it was funny because Randy Orton was tossing the same brothers around or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now they keep getting rid of the Sings, so it's making gender, gender have, have to, to stand on yeah. its own. So when he wins something, it's more like you said, like, oh, man, they're building him up now. I can see them building him up. Yep. It's it's working. It's definitely working. And, you know, you need a good heel champ. And, like, he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do. Um, I think this match made Jinder Mahal a top player. I think this absolutely confirms that gender is not a flash in the pan. They have real faith in this dude. Right, because what did you say? Because he kicked out of the... He kicked out the of the a. first AA. Now, he didn't kick out the one on the ropes because Corbin came in. Oh, the one the one off the off top? Off the top. Okay. But it was the first time he did it to him, he kicked out. I was like, yo, Samoa Joe ain't even kicked out of nobody's finisher Right, yet. not many people kick out of the, the AA. You know what I mean? You got to be a top guy to kick out. So I was like, wow, okay. They believe in him. He's a top guy. And... Well, Cena, this this is Cena putting the young guys over. Uh-huh. Obviously, this is what's happening, and and I like the fact that he's doing. It. He did it with Shinsuke, now he's doing it with Gender, and 
probably gonna do it with Baron. But um, all right. So Baron Corbin comes in. He says, "Oh man, well, uh, you know, Gender took this AA off the ropes, so I'm a uh, I'm a cash in. Right, cashes in on SmackDown. Wow, Cha-ching! we get the cash in before SummerSlam. I can't believe again more stuff that probably could have happened on the SummerSlam show, but Corbin cashes in. Uh, it was a lot of hesitation going on with this, like because they have to, like Gender has to stand up on his feet." Why? Before, I was so mad about understand. that that was going on. He kept on, the ref kept telling Baron, like, no, like, back up so he can check on him. And it's like, no, dude, move out the way. Nah. Ring the bell. Let it's me pin match, this dude. dude. It's over. But apparently he has to stand in his corner. Before I didn't know can... the guy had to be conscious to <laughs> for me to cash in. Right. I didn't know that either. Like, what's the point then? Like, if he got to be up, he could be just down and you could just beat him. So anyway, he does the cash in. And as soon as the bell rings... He turns to John Cena. It looked kind of stupid. Yeah, but John Cena had climbed back up. John Cena climbs up, and it, ding, ding, he looks at John Cena John C- and punches John Cena down, and instantly Jinder Mahal rolls him up. And what did you think when you saw that? He lost from a roll-up. <laughs> I thought. Did, did he even pull the tights? Did he at least do? No, no he did not no. pull the tights. Wow. Either. So, Gender is just strong. He's rolling people up. Yo, the roll-up of doom. That's his new move. The the Coloss or the roll-up. Those I, are his moves. I said he needed a new move. Yeah, <laughs> you got it now. The roll-up of doom. But, um, yeah, so... What does I, this match mean? Because this could mean a few things. For me, it I, means Gender is made. It means that he's he's their guy. He's a top guy, officially. But what does this mean for Baron Corbin? I mean, to me, it meant that Shinsuke is going to win the title tomorrow, I mean on um, SummerSlam because mm-hmm. I was suspecting that Baron was going to cash in at SummerSlam okay. during Shinsuke and um, Gender's match. Okay. But since they already pulled that trigger I feel like that's just saying like oh, okay so now we don't get any interference we're just going to get Shinsuke versus Gender yeah. and Shinsuke is going to win. Also feel like for Baron, what it's going to mean is that I I don't know, man. They made him look foolish. Um, <laughs> Does I this think mean that, they're done with him? Like, did they thought maybe he was a t- potential top guy and now they're like, nah, changed our mind. Um, it could go that way or it could go that Baron is going to beat the hell out of John Cena at SmackDown. And like injure him or something. Yeah, I mean because he, he so does got to go. He does got to go shoot that movie. So they gave him a reason to fight. So now, now the day before <laughs> the the show, almost they give him. Now they have a reason to fight. Well, he already did. I mean, remember seeing the AA um, Corbin through the he table. Did, he did. And now you cost him the his money in the bank. Which fun fact, John Cena has been involved in all three botched <laughs> cash ins for the money in the bank. Right. He's always been involved. So now and they show John Cena on the side laughing, like, oh ha ha, I got you, you know. So I feel like this is the time for, you know, Corbin to get angry, so to speak. Yeah, and, so he's and either supposedly injure him. Yeah. So but that would mean that Cena who has would have lost what, three straight SummerSlam matches. I but think. it's okay. I think that's what they were saying. He can do that because he's Super Cena and also because he's on the way out and, you know, nobody leaves WWE on top. He's got to put the new talent over. Everybody so. gotta put, yeah, everybody goes down occasionally. So uh, so now there's two matches that I have questions for. You said Shinsuke wins the title. I believe so. Okay. And who wins between Corbin and Cena? Corbin. Corbin. Corbin, if Cena is going to shoot the movie or whatever. But here's the thing that I'm thinking no, about. No, just give me okay. from your heart, not based on what you think you know. Corbin. But, okay. But I was going to tell you this is what I think about the Shinsuke thing, though. Because if Shinsuke wins and then John Cena 
can probably get a rematch against Shinsuke or they can do the the Shinsuke John Cena feud for the title now. Because well, you were thinking Gender that John still Cena's, gets a rematch. Yeah, but one. but I feel like uh, I don't know. What do you think is going to happen with that? I think gender wins. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know why I feel like gender is they're not done with gender yet. That rain, the, you can't hinder the gender, man. I think his reign is not short like leprechauns. They just brought all these Indian people out to do this thing just to give have them lose the belt in a week. I don't know. I don't know. So I think gender holds on. I actually kind of hope he does. I like I like heel champs. Yeah. I do too. So I like you cheating heel champs. So you want a Shinsuke Baron feud? I mean, um, not really, because I'm not crazy about Shinsuke on the mic yet. You know, and I understand English is not his main language, but them feuding and, and not being able to understand stuff is not as fun. But so if gender wins, who do you think would be the next? I think Cena's somehow person. gonna gonna wind up with a title shot. Okay, somehow, but I don't know. Or whoever loses between AJ and KO could. Start a few with him. Start a few with who? With gender. Huh? Never know. Could be AJ against gender next. Or KO against gender next. Who knows? It's just so funny because we got like all these good wrestlers and gender. I feel like he's just, he's not there yet. He's still honing his skill. So it's like, I don't know what an AJ gender match would would look yeah, like. Yeah, I don't know if he could, <laughs> he could handle that yet. I mean, him and Cena wasn't bad, but yeah, like. But Cena doesn't have the the chops that nah, AJ has, AJ's so I'm like, is, can AJ carry that match? Uh, AJ carried Shane. He can he can do it. <laughs> um, all right, so that is our SmackDown Live update with all of our SummerSlam updates as well. I don't know what else is happening. Oh yeah, did we talk about Rusev versus Randy Orton? Who wins? It's gonna be Orton. Yeah, probably. Uh, Which and that sucks because Rusev just came back, and I don't feel like they've capitalized on Rusev coming back. But they're not going to have um, Randy keep losing after he just lost to gender and all of that stuff. So I feel like yeah. he's not going to lose to to foreigners back to back. The foreigner killer returns. All right, so we're going to take a break and come back. I got to just have one last talk uh, segment with some real talk. So we'll be back in a second.
Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's Matt Mania, Mega Ram, T Call, Aubrey Modem. Yes, we are sir. in the spot. And um, I'll be remiss if we did a whole episode and didn't talk about what's been happening in the world or in the, specifically in the U.S. The, the scenes and the images that we've been seeing this week are not from some third world country, which is pretty wild that um, it's been right here on our own home soil. Charlottesville, Virginia, has this past week became a freaking war zone. Uh, when um, round zero for a lot of you know a lot of nonsense, man. Dastardly so activity. Just to, just to bring it down, uh, just to you know break it down for you, man. Um, break a, it down. A lot of alt right um, activists decided to march for uh, for the preservation of a lot of Confederate statues and iconic uh, images and things, and um, and counter protesters were out there as well. And um, so these alt like alt-right dudes dressed in khaki pants and polos with tiki tiki torches who were so screaming out white lives matter who are so so oppressed (laughs) by by what's happening in the world um come out and uh and and so people you know exercising their right to counter protest do the same thing and um and unfortunately a life was lost because some guy decided to drive a car into a crowd a crowd of people. That's like now, one of the worst things you can do on a planet, man. That's some serious business, man. That's insane. So, so the guy was caught. Um, uh, Donald Trump made some comments and uh, talked about how the first night he said, "This stuff is disgusting." We we denounce all these racist, terrible acts. And then the second night, he kind of took a little double back. He reversed, just like just like the brother did in the car. That was trying to get up out of there, <laughs> and um, not funny, but funny. Not funny, but true. He uh, he reversed f- field polarity, and he tried uh, to he he tried to do the the I know you are, but what am I type stuff? Like, well, we're well, bad, but you're bad too. This well, group is bad, and this group is bad. <laughs> both sides. He's like, oh, what about the alt left? And, and so he, he then developed, that like that struck me though developed a new term the alt left yeah the new term um, the terminology is just is it's, I think it's becoming real um, it's berserk because I feel like uh, if you look back whenever somebody comes up with something new uh-huh. then somebody turns around and brands it mm-hmm. and they brand it somebody owns every term that you use somebody owns that and when it gets used in print you know you sometimes you can't find terms and you wonder why. It's because somebody owns it and they don't want to put it out and then people yeah, don't want to pay once, for it. But once something gets printed and like in a publication or something like that, then it's hard to to denounce that or whatever. So, so he just think that he, he just probably labeled, like bought it a while ago and was like, wait till I drove it. Like, like he bought like new, this on him. Like new Jays. He was like, yo, wait till, wait till I get Yo, the wait school. Till next summer, but, there, <laughs> but there is no alt left. There's there's, no, there's people no, who there's who were counter protesting and he just branded them to make them seem like that they're just as bad as the other. So that's what's been happening. Everyone that is arguing both sides, I'm sure you've all seen on your Facebook or everywhere else where people that want to argue that both sides are uh, wrong in this situation. Now, let me just give you my opinion and then we can all talk about the rest of it. Um, I get a little stuck when it comes to stuff like this because it's like you feel strongly about, of course, your people and, and what you believe in. But also, we live in a country where it's okay to not believe in what I believe in. Right. And, and so it's very difficult. And um, and so this is a situation where white supremacists, literally Nazi flags, and these, these things are flying in, in America. And Hitler symbol. 
um, yeah, Hitler symbols yeah, are, are, are happening in 2017, and it, and it gets it gets you very emotional to think like, wow, this is crazy to think that we're in this place right now. Now, here's what I feel. Uh, although I personally don't honestly have the 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 stomach or the the strength to maybe step out there and counter protest against guys like this. Um, I do my thoughts and prayers go out with people who do that, you know, and I don't yeah, want to see them I hurt, agree. but I'm not necessarily a person who's probably going to be out there and just, just being honest. And, and so when, when social media stuff goes around, like punch a Nazi and things like that. And, and, and then what does that do to people who are out there? when you see somebody give a, a Hitler, how Hitler salute in front of your face punch that and you're Nazi. like, man, I've been, you know, punch people, a Nazi. People walk and away. They don't, people they don't. are people. And I don't think that everybody there came to be violent on either side. You know what I'm saying? And so when, when know. Trump says, I beg to differ on that. Yeah, you think people just came out to? Because I mean, yeah, got, definitely. Like every, cracks every, and they, I, I'm not saying everybody right dudes came yeah. out there to be. We'll see. Every, every every white supremacist that I've ever or 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 person who who prescribed to the ideology that people of color were lesser and didn't have value and that they were, uh, um, um, you know, just lesser and whatnot. Every mm-hmm. person that I've encountered, you know, responded violently. It wasn't like it just you know. Um, I can hate you from across the room, or I don't need you, you know, or something of that nature. I've never, you know, and I and I know mm-hmm. brothers who, you know, who felt how they feel about, you know, white Americans or white people in general. Mm-hmm. But I don't know many who prescribe to violence against white people when they see white people, versus mm-hmm. you know, white people who who prescribe to their ideology when they see black people. Or Mexicans, they want to do something to them. Also, check this out, and this is and this is something that I perceive with the situation. First off, R.I.P. to Heather Hayer. That that was the lady's yes, name who yes, lost her yes, life. Yes, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. So, I've also I've went out there and marched. I've been in in the Black Lives Matter protests and march that have happened out here in AZ and things like that. So, here's the difference: when the Black Lives Matter people go out there and march, and we say Black Lives Matter. Then we get hit with, no, black lives don't matter. All lives matter. Our blue lives matter. Hmm. So to see some white people go out there and scream white lives matter when white lives have mattered from the beginning, then for you to be fighting your own kind, like the lady who lost her life is white. Yep. All the videos that I saw were white people fighting white people. So... That's how you know, like, this is some, like, Nazi That's how you know shit. this is real. Because like, it's, it's like, yeah. you're not out there, you're not like, oh, no, you're my brother, we or you're be... my sister, I'm not going to fight you, yeah, but yeah. I'm going to fight this black dude. It's like, no, you're fighting everybody whose Ideology opinion is different, is different than it's yours. Different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when, that's how I feel like, that's how you know the evil, you know, like. The, yeah, the devil, the black the devil li- bites his nose despite his face. When the Black Lives yeah. Matter people were out there, we're not fighting other black people. Like, right. because there's no black people that are coming up to the Black Lives Matter people saying, like, first yeah. off, that you shouldn't be doing this because we're sticking together because we're all in the same situation. Well, I mean, like, but yeah. it, it, the whole basis of of the, the debate or argument or or anything is, you know, my existence is validated by humanity. You know, appreciate my humanity, respect my humanity, mm-hmm. you know, and the things that I have to deal with. In the same way that, but these you, guys, that you respect nature, you you get these, you know, these the, just calling what it is, these racists, you know, mm-hmm. who who function in this capacity of, uh, um, 
you're less than and that you're not valued, you know, and then they, they, they represent that by action, you know. Right. So, I mean, like, you know, you look at it, you know, what's happening on TV or what's happening in sports and you look at, you know, where black people or people of color stand and where they sit and how their value is expressed. How, how long did it take before we got to see um, a good uh, positive black images on mm. TV and on on screen, you still right, you movies. still rarely see them in movies, you know, or yeah. Asians for We're that matter. There. An Asian who isn't a mathematician, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, like how many Asian athletes are being shown in movies or TVs? How many Asian, you know, whether they're Filipino or they're, um, I mean, you can go with Filipinos a really good example, just because you know they get shuttered into one role right. of being. It's not uh, many of them that we see. Well, not even that. Though. If they're if you see them, they're often like some island, some you know, not not being able to speak English well, or just some you know island islander who, or mm-hmm. you know, what is it like refugee or some you know right. character. Yeah. But you look at it from that perspective, and then you have white folks telling you, you know, well that that's not racist. At least you're being represented. At least you're there. At least you're there. Well, we're not there to my liking, and I want to see something more, and I want more. Mm-hmm. And like, and we, I deserve more. And you deserve more. And yeah. we're we're pivoting at a place in society, uh, and in time where we have the economic backing, the social mm-hmm. backing, and you know the reality that like our voices can be heard and our that we have value, and that you we know there's value. no consequence. Yeah. Like I don't have to fear, you know, I don't have to fear speaking up. I don't have to fear um, interacting. I don't have to fear living my life, you know, in living color. Yeah. And piggybacking off what you're saying right now is that. Um, that's that's the whole reason why a lot of this stuff is going on because of the way that society is changing. Like when you had the KKK and things like that, or um, Hitler who wanted a a pure society of white people and things like that. At that point, their ideology was we we just want to be the the pure society. And now yeah. these yeah. Nazis are these racist people. And I know we were saying off off um, camera and off mic. That you know the word racist has been going getting thrown around a lot lately, mm-hmm. with everything that's going on. But the thing is that these guys are worried. They're scared. They feel like they're getting boxed into a corner because they realize that their way of life and living is kind of like strange. dwindling away because they're becoming the minority. Yeah, and yeah. that's what they don't want. They're like, even though they're far from becoming minority, right? But, but I'm saying in their mind, but in their mind, they're so paranoid. I think people and paranoid what, to lose their power. Yeah. If and, something's been operating one way for 200, 300, 400, 500 years, and now you see things moving in a different direction, you're, you're scared and threatened. And then like, Oh my God, there's war on the straight white man. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. And people really believe that. When it's still a straight white man's world, you know what I'm saying? There's but a yet, there's a Vice believe. episode yeah. that I was just seeing with um with Eddie Hong, and oh um, yeah, I, yeah, did I you, saw the preview. Did you see it. the preview of it where he was talking with the with the racist dude? Like they sat down and had dinner, and they were just mm-hmm. having a conversation, and the dude was telling them like, you know, th- exactly that. Like you know, if we if we become the minority, we're not in control of our destiny anymore because yeah. we've been controlling things for so long that once we become the minority and other people are in charge, how are things going to go for us? So this is the pushback that we're getting from that. Trump being president is the pushback from that. They're like, oh, my God, a black president? We've had a black president for eight years. We can't go from a black president to a woman president or another (laughs) minority president. I need a a white president who's going to preserve white values. And even if if he's not, that's that's the – the program that he played on to the yeah. people that voted on for him to yeah. believe that that's what's going to happen. Like, I'm going to make sure that you guys are good 
when it, really if you're a poor serious, white person that he doesn't care about you as much as he doesn't care about a poor black so much, person. It's so right. much it's the the it's so mixed up in his messaging and you know how people are digesting it and you know, I'll be the first to like, you know, acknowledge cultural preservation, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up in a in a segregated place, you know. You know, we both we all three of us come from segregated cities, you know, where with old histories, you know, Detroit and Philly and Chicago having, you know, their enclaves of Italians and Germans and mm-hmm. you know, Jews and whatnot. And I mean, I grew up not being able to go to certain neighborhoods and or if you go you know, don't get out the bus, you know, mm-hmm. if you get out the bus, stay daylight, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, so like the reality of like, you know, knowing that and knowing that, you know, they didn't want you in their neighborhood first because of their culture. They want to preserve their culture, their religion, their language or whatever it is. Yep. And they preserve that. So that's what it's, you know, some things will stem from. Right. But, you know, there's even there's black people that feel that way. I same mean, same exact way, you know, yeah, preserve like, our yeah. culture I, and stuff. I've never once said that there's not a um that black people can't be racist. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. everybody can can hate. Everybody can be evil. Everybody can be but racist. But the thing is, it's I violence. Just, violence is the thing. When you yeah. want to be violent towards somebody else, you want to hurt somebody else and you want to keep other people down. Well, keeping people down is what I wanted to get to, because the, we were always told in college, OK, the definition of racism is prejudice plus power. So you have a dislike of a person as a black person. I can dislike Asians. But I don't have the power to economically keep them down. To I don't yes. have the power to keep them in their neighborhood. I don't have the power to keep them out of my neighborhood. And that's however, what saying reverse racism white people isn't a thing. do have a, a, in a lot of cases because to do the white privilege, they do have the prejudice plus power to keep people who don't look like them away and down. And I'm so happy, and it's so funny that we talk about how it's happening in movies, comics, um, games, everything. We're now. There's women everywhere. There's there's people of color everywhere. Black Panther's so lit. We're so excited. It's happening in entertainment way quicker than it's happening, you know, everywhere else. So it almost put us in this bubble where we think like, yo, we making it, yo. Yeah. Look at the cast of Black Panther. And you look know, at, you look at look at what Ava DuVernay is doing. Look at what Lupita doing. But look at, really, that's such a small but it's percentage. Like, yo, of, remember, of remember us. Was so small. Remember what, at the at the lecture. Uh, um, at ASU, mm-hmm. and um, um, oh boy, you talking about Tim Wise? Did no, you catch no, no. that one? No, no, I didn't catch. I didn't catch Tim Wise. No, Tim Wise is something else. You, you and I went to. Um, oh yeah, with uh, Hotep. Yeah. Yes, with Hotep. Uh, and he was like, "I wish you all would stop celebrating firsts. You know, first <laughs> yeah. don't mean anything." You know, it's not an accomplishment yeah. to do something first necessarily. Right. I oh mean, man, that's so so on point. It's it's an accomplishment, yes. But, but it's you want to get to we sh- we shouldn't live in a world where you still got to have the first black uh-huh. judge in Mississippi, the first black yeah, doctor mayor. in here, the first mayor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Speaking of that, real quick, just just to run y'all through something before we get out of here, a situation occurred a couple weeks ago. I was having a real good talk with my homies about it uh, in Mississippi. I think one of the first black district judges gets into court on the first day and he takes down the Confederate flag and he takes down the Confederate statues. And he's like, yo, we got to We got to move this. I didn't want, I don't want it that way. And, uh, and he does that. And then he starts getting death threats. He starts getting threatened. He starts like having his quality of life uh, yeah, yeah, in danger. Right. Yeah. My response, it was kind of a knee jerk reaction. And I don't know if this is right. You can, you can definitely tell me I'm wrong. I was like, yo, Get the hell out of Mississippi. Black people that know what's up should get the hell out of Mississippi, Alabama, and all these other places that want to be 
all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's now, what they wanted from the beginning. A, they tried to now, succeed. Okay, this is what I've said. <laughs> I, I'm, I know this wrong, but this is how I feel. I'm like, yo, let them races have that. You know what I mean? Like, why fight with something that has been historically it's a, it's a system historically set up to knock you down like you ain't gonna win in mississippi bruh so let me ask you this i just don't that's the I, way i feel i've never i've never been to the south i've never been to atlanta i've never been to, to georgia to alabama any of okay. those places i haven't traveled the deep south before okay. are you okay with never going to the south I'm okay with it because but, you but know some if you, places know what's see, up. Because Atlanta, you know if you give them the South, no, because if you give them the South, that you, you can never go, go to the South. You can't go to the South. <laughs> but you know what? I, I, I you know what? I, I, no, I'm, I'm just saying people who I know better should leave. There are I, blacks there who will be like, nah, I was born and raised here. I ain't going nowhere. But see, but the blacks who know what's up, the brown people who know what's up, the Asians who know what's up, should go I, somywhere where they'll be appreciated here, and not here's, here's get the, rocks thrown through your windows. Here's a catch twenty two, or you know the flip. Uh, the Gipper, so <laughs> you you got you know what you said. Uh, I think that if if we all left the South and we weren't there, and it was just you know the, the, the idea of not being able to go back, no, we'd be able to go back. Why? Because the economics they would want the the tourism. They, want they would our want dollar. they would want the dollar. So the dollar would, would and there's a lot of it corporations down there, but we wouldn't be safe at night. Yeah, we wouldn't be safe. <laughs> well, you're if, gonna, you're, if you're a tourist, you're there, gonna go out there. There's gonna be whites them. only pies. Like, what are you talking about? You can't I, okay, go. I feel you, you can't go out there, man. I feel wow. chased on the dark road see, by a here, pickup truck with a shotgun and yeah, a rebel here's, flag. Here's the flip of it. Here's the flip of it. My 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 family is from Mississippi, and Tennessee. So I I've been to Mississippi a ton of times in life. I've, you know, been in the back country of Mississippi. Uh, we're from a small town called Chula, Mississippi. Population. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's it. And, and you know, I can remember. I remember this. I was, um like, nine. I was eight, nine. And we went to a store. And it was one of them stores, and um, they had, like, a chest of fried chicken next to it or something like that. Uh-huh. So we go in the store, and I buy something. And... I'm, it, it, I, it, it's a complete, like, almost image. I hate to even, like, you know, parallel it, but it's like a, you know, a, a um, classic situation, black male, white woman thing. So I'm, like, eight, nine years old, and this woman is like, hey, sweetie, you know, here you go. And I'm and I respond to her in, like, you know, the same, like, you know, back and forth and whatnot, and she's smiling and whatnot, and I'll never forget looking over at this brother, and he's just looking at me like, you know, what you done gone did, you know? <laughs> And then my stepfather's like standing there. And my stepfather's like, "Go on to the car. You know, we can go get in the car. We got to get out of here." But uh, I got friends, and 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 I know some people down in Jackson doing some really really good things. The mayor of Jackson is is a real strong brother. Um, it's it's the movement down there is real deep. There's a movement for farmers and whatnot, and getting land and and uh, making the people more making life more accessible for those who. Uh, um, are disenfranchised down there, so I, you know, it's it's a catch twenty two because it's 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 the shadow that they are living inside of because yeah. you know it's not the overall experience to be down there, but you do have you know an open wall. I mean, because I mean, you can say that I lived up in Flagstaff and I, I I've I felt more racism in Flagstaff, which is you know a transient town, but yeah. more racism up there than you know uh, I did in Mississippi or wow. Memphis. And it was like more overt. I mean, toward Native Americans. I mean, treat Native Americans like oh, complete yeah. lessers. So you're saying there's no escape? 
There's no you can leave escape. and there ain't no escape. There's no escape. People I, know, are gonna I mean, people. yeah, they hit LeBron house. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, in, in L.A. So, And that's what I was about to say. And, and this is ain't where no I know I know we're getting ready to wrap things up. This is the last thing that I'm going to say about this situation. And what I want to want to leave it on is that um, all the celebrities that are being attacked because of them speaking out about what's going on. And I know people say like, oh, like when you see something on Facebook, you shouldn't read the comments about it and things <laughs> like that. But I have to read them, you know, until I, I read them until I start feeling sick to my stomach a little bit because, <laughs> because I have to see how many people are actually out here thinking like that. Because yeah. when, the way that we live life is but we that live life and represent everybody. No, but hold on, we live life in our own little circles. Right. You know, That's yeah. The people that is in, the, so true. The people in my circle obviously are going to think similar to how I feel. So you don't know how many people are a danger to you out here that secretly feel yeah. against it. I mean, um, Jimmy Fallon had just did like a great speech at the beginning of his show about what was going on on Charlotte. And I looked at the comments and it's like, oh, man, I'm not going to watch your show anymore. <laughs> Stick to comedy. Yeah. All you do is talk yeah. about Donald Trump. You never talk about Black Lives Matter or you never talk about the other people that are doing this. And I mean, just, I, that's, I, I, that's, I think that's valid because, you know, you can't cherry pick your uh your Yeah, he can. It's his show. Well, it's yeah, his show and if he feels like. It's, it's his show. But at the same time, when all these things are going on, you think about Carson, you think about Leno. No, I'm all happy that he's doing what he's doing something. because. Yeah, he's saying they something, and, I, and he's saying the stuff about what he feels right about is his show. If he's going to lose viewership for him to to speak about what he believes in, then fine. Don't watch so his weird. show. But I'm saying also LeBron. Like, LeBron speaks out, and he's getting beat up on Twitter. Oh, stick to playing basketball. Nobody came to hear your political thoughts. Yeah. We just want to see you dunk the basketball in the slide. Yeah. It's it like man, how, really how racist how racist is that? Like, okay, so so we're just slaves for your entertainment to play basketball and you don't want to hear what I have to say outside of this. Rand, you even just dealt with some of this just today, on your YouTube. Man. Can you just can you posted, talk about that? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up, man. I, I did a song a while back, uh the Biggie tribute got a story to tell where I just talk about the day that I found out that Trump was elected and how what I went through that day and how how I got to that moment and how I felt. Again, I didn't really disparage anybody in it. I just talked about mm -hmm. how it was unbelievable. Right, that you yeah. couldn't believe that I just that could was not believe happened. I was like, this is, I'm going to tell this story, and you're not going to believe this. Donald Trump's president. And so somebody, because I have a line in the song where I talked about, uh, I said, give him a chance, they said, discrimination in housing. Give him a chance, they said, his fake school scammed thousands. Give him a chance, they said, but his cabin is racist, and this is going to bring us to greatness. Somebody said, how dare you call Trump racist? You need to stick to video games. What are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. You don't know anything. And Stick to rapping about video stick to games. Rap about they video don't games, want your political Or view. you'll never be taken seriously except by the people that are the sheep of, of the whatever. So I thought that was really funny and interesting. And yeah. I was like, wow, how many people probably feel that way? And, and I feel like as a fan, maybe you do have a right to Oh, say, just a reminder, to go to Funimation.com slash MegaRan and sign up for Funimation now. About something. You know what and I mean? you'll but save $5 you off right all the streaming wrong, anime you can you shake a sock about at. That That's Funimation.com slash MegaRan. Right again, hat, yeah. right? 
and you're and you had to turn them down. Like, no, nah, man. I just because, like I can't sign and, that. And, See, that was now, I, I didn't disrespect him. That was a jerk. Move, I didn't though. fight him. I just he was like right. he had to know. And ran like, this, dude, this I'm is a my black brother. Dude. Definitely, I appreciate the fact that you didn't sell sell yourself short and say, okay, you're a fan. I'm just gonna sign whatever nah, it is man. that you need me to sign. Because then he would have had a, a Make America Great hat with Mega Rand signature yeah. on it. And how would that? How would that feel? It would just you not know? be great. Like, but, and he could have just he could have got that so he could just like go on Twitter like, oh, look, I got Megan to sign this, ha ha. Well, right. you know, it was. But a I'm big, saying I you, got a big black guy to like sign this. That's what it really was you, about. You stuck mm-hmm. to your guns, and the thing is, people think that when you're in entertainment, that you don't have a right to stick to your guns. I think they feel like when you're yeah. in a, when you're an entertainer or a sports mm-hmm. person like Kaepernick or something like that, an athlete, that you're supposed to play the middle. You can't feel mm-hmm. a certain way too far on either side because you have to, um, because you're going to have fans on either side. But you get to choose if you want to have racist fans or not. Exactly. And I appreciate that from you because we stand up even with the like, you know, we both control the the Matt Mania Twitter, mm-hmm. and I've definitely the things that I've been posting coming from wrestlers and stuff. I'm posting the positive stuff that are like. You know, let's end the racism and things like that. Mm-hmm. And this is my platform, and right. I get to choose what I post on it. And if these are my beliefs, then I'm going to post the things that are similar to what I believe in. And if you don't like what I'm posting, then you can unfollow me, you and can unfriend out. me, and you don't have to be a part of my- of this agenda that we're pushing or this movement that we're a part of. Yeah, it's like, okay, people love fans, and fans keep you alive. And I do love fans, but I don't want idiot fans, man. And if if a fan follows me, they need to know a few things. They need to know I'm a black man, and you know I'm gonna stand up for for what's right. And like people always be like, man, I listen to you, and I don't I don't hear race, I don't see race or color or whenever you know. Whenever and somebody it's like, well, nah. Whenever somebody says that to me, I like I hit on two things, and then you know we can end it. But I I um two things. If somebody ever tells me they don't see race, I have to really like I'm I'm, I'm now I take more offense to it because. That tells me you don't value my culture and you don't value, you know, what my culture has contributed. And you'd much rather just, you know, pretend there's a blank slate and that things just fall, fell from the sky. You know, so acknowledge my culture, acknowledge who I am in my presence as a man and anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would appreciate that. You know, and then second, it, it really boils down to to um, my existence and your existence. If yeah. we can value each other. And we can appreciate each other. I'm not asking you to love me. I'm not asking you to to uh, run hand in hand with me through you know a field <laughs> of lilies or something like that. Yeah. You know, I just want to be respected and able to provide for my family, yep. just like you w- would want that for yourself. And I have no problem watching you do it, and in certain situations, helping you do it. You know, does that mean that I want you know you to uh, uh, that I want to like? take away from yours and, and make it so that mine can succeed more no I've never thought of, of um, taking making black people more superior to white people or anybody else I feel like as communities you know culturally we need to look out for each other and build our communities and then we build bridges to other communities and my friend of uh, integration I mean you can look at history for itself and look at where integration has you know changed uh, Indian communities in India or South Africa you can look at Detroit, you can look at Chicago, you can look at where, you know, these things change the economics of communities. And you, you realize how important cultural and community togetherness is. And for black people, you know, I'd like to see that and I'd like to, you know, be a part of that. 
And that, again, does not mean that I want to see somebody else in their community fall. And I feel like yeah. the people who say they don't see color as far as entertainment goes is because I feel like that those people can't enjoy it. If, yeah, if that, if your sad. If your color has to be involved in it. Yeah. Like Rand, like you posted that picture of your album and you were like, oh, I look like Kevin Owens or whatever, or do I? And people are saying like, no, you look like a black man. Mm-hmm. And some people are saying you look like Kevin Owens, which you did look like Kevin Owens. <laughs> but I'm saying like, when you're when you talk about your struggle, because not saying that that's not something that you touch on, but you know you you rap about video games and and things like that mm-hmm. and stuff that you enjoy. But then when you cross over, like you said, you did the story to tell when you're talking about what's going on now, or when you talk about your culture, or if you talk about being pro black or anything like yeah. that, then you're gonna have those people that are like, oh man. Like I just I like it when you talk about video games, <laughs> right? You know? And that's fine, and it can turn it off, you know. <laughs> but at the same time, like you can't. All I'm asking y'all to do, and anybody that listens to this show or listens to our music or anything, acknowledge that this is a problem, and take that conversation to spaces that we can't get to, and bring it up, and and, and so we can fix this. That's yeah. really all that is. Right? You got to take this to spaces that we can't reach to your to your coffee table poker game conversations to your you know poker football nights or whatever right. and and bring it up this podcast is about bringing people together that's all we got you white know? people yeah. on here we got black people on here any race if you want to come up here and talk <laughs> hip-hop and talk wrestling and talk hey you always pop culture, welcome you everybody welcome. Is, absolutely everybody's always welcome so remember that um jimmy fallon ended his uh his monologue with something dope that i wanted to just basically talk about it um he said we all need to stand up against what is wrong acknowledge that there is a problem and we all need to stand up for what is right and civil and kind and to show the next generation that we haven't forgotten how hard people have fought for civil rights and human rights we can't go backward we must go forward so i'm gonna leave it on that note thank you jimmy fallon or whoever wrote that for you (laughs) now uh (laughs) i got a really quick talk about the event i'm having this Friday in Brooklyn, Our Wicked Lady uh, is the venue in uh, Bushwick. We are having the SummerSlam weekend kickoff rap show. It's going down. My man Rated R, Decent, Tron and DVD, myself with Lynx Kinetic, getting down 7.30 doors, 10 p.m. If hosted you're coming through, by the Brooklyn Brawler. The Brawler will be we'll hosting. In the building. That's right. So come through, get your get your pictures and all that. I might even write a rap for him to say. And you never know show. what other um, celebrities, our guests, might pop up in the building. You know? True. Rand is connected. They're so. all, they all going to be in <laughs> Brooklyn this weekend. So you never know. Come through. It's just 10 bucks. All right. Get tickets at MegaRand.com. I appreciate all of y'all. Thank you for being here. Of course, Aubrey Modium. How can people find you, sir? You can find me on Facebook at Mind of Modium. You can find me uh, my website, Mind of Modium. Um, I don't use my Twitter very often, but you know, if you tweet me, I'll find it. Uh, <laughs> Aubrey Modium. You can also find me um, at your girlfriend's house. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's all. All right. So that's all for today. I'm Mega Rand. This is T. Call. Of course, you can find us on the Matt Media Podcast Twitter. We're just at Matt Mania Podcast. Or, Matt Mania on Facebook. Yeah, go to Matt Mania Podcast on Facebook. I'm at Megaran. He's at Teak underscore Hall. As always, thank you for being here. It's a long one, but if you made it to this part, congratulations. If you made it this far, then you are the Iron Man. You're a true right. believer. You are the last man standing. This is the, this is the next <laughs> I'm the last man standing. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Keep your shoulders <laughs> off the mat. Oh, uh, well, it's a DeLorean.
was a Saturday morning as I walked out the door. Never knew that this day would bring a whole lot more than the week I had behind me. It was more like a dream, but not the kind that would come true, or so it had seemed. Down the street a couple blocks, I saw it in a front yard. For sales at the tag, I didn't think very hard. Bring the doorbell, gave him cash, grabbed the title and split. I already know just what I should do with it. Yeah. In an orange vest with my aviator glasses and suspenders, I'm set. Tied my Nikes on my feet, now it's time to jet. Backed out of my driveway and gave it some gas. Roaring down the street, watching cars as I pass. With the stainless steel construction, flux dispersion is tight. But since it doesn't exist yet, I guess I'll just drive all night. Since I got a new ride, my closet's where it's now stored. When I'm hanging with my girl, we take the truck to the lake. But when we hit the Twin Pines Mall, yeah, you know what we take. It doesn't take an Einstein to figure out why it's cool. Yeah, you can dog me all you want, but I'll take you to school. I guess you call it jealousy. And if that's the case, some star kicking, call me chicken, cause I won't race. Just a reminder, go to Funimation.com slash MegaRan and sign up for Funimation now. That's Funimation.com slash MegaRan. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 